I love you just, just the way you are. Oof, everyone turned it off. Hey, week 13 of and expecting you. And by everyone, oh. I mean our daughter was just like, I'm out. Uh, Shit. Our daughter. She keeps saying the name, but like at this point, it's like, just Maybe say just the name like, or no. Bloop. Just bloop it out. Bleep it? I'm sorry. I know that, that that just adds in more work for you. Now everyone's like, what's the name? They bleeped it out. They cut it out. Why is it so secret? And the name's going to come out. They're going to be like, okay, oh, it's just a name. It's just a name. They knew it and they could, they're too good to tell us. We're about to make our parental debut. So we'll talk each week while we're expecting you. Expecting you. Oh, expecting you. Your mom and me, we got a lot to do. So we'll learn this week what to expect with you. Expecting you, oh, expecting you. Well, here's one of the reasons why. Like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, okay. <laughs> we and we told your um stepmom about our name. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, my niece's name is exactly that name, the first and middle name. And we're like, what? How does that happen? Now, she said that she is an angel and such a sweetheart. And so wonderful. We're not changing our name. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of strange to know that like a name that you think is like super. It's not rare, but like that's rare ish. It's like in your family already. But. Well, and it's your stepmom, so it's what. What's a different the difference family. of saying the name now, and then you said it when she's born, and then they told you that that person exists with the same name? There's no difference. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? You know why? Actually, I I heard that you shouldn't tell people. <laughs> Why? Because at the baby shower, everyone gets them and, personalized and yes, things. So don't tell anybody. So don't tell anybody because well, then when you have the knows. next kid, if it's another girl. Y'all, if you're watching this, my calves, damn. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been, I'm on a cycle. I'm on the second cycle yeah, of this workout. Dude, you're I've been doing hot. It again. I'm like beefing out. You're even, always hot. Even like, when I got to work today, Michael was like, did you just get from the gym or are you bigger? And I was like, both. <laughs> <laughs> You'd really, truly do look like a Greek god. Thank you. But this podcast is not about me. It's not about you. It's about expecting you. you oh, expecting, expecting you. you. Your dad's and super Indy, hot. And Indy just left. <laughs> left her Kong here. She's embarrassed for us. Uh, she is. Um. Anyways, we, we have are a lot to talk about this week, week because the last podcast, first of all, I was a moody little biatch. <laughs> I, I, was, did, I never said that. No, I know. And I never will. And I never would say that about your mother. I was just so exhausted. And it was midweek 13 when we filmed mm. about week 12's podcast. Yep. And I was like, I was like, Taylor, I feel like crap this week, but I felt great last week. How am I going to describe feeling great when I don't feel great? When whatever. I was being annoying. But I didn't want to say anything and we didn't and no one would ever know until now you're telling everybody. I but know. like right before we recorded last week, I didn't think we were gonna record the podcast. <laughs> Full disclosure, it was you asked, How are we gonna do this? How are we gonna so I have to remember what we did last week? I can't remember. I feel terrible. And I was like, 
well, I can't. I was change really how tired we're doing because them. even oh, right now, course, dude, even right late. now, we're recording at midnight. We've been doing this late um, now. Yeah, on Fridays, it's and rough. It's like, and when that's you're hard. not that's feeling well all day. Anyways, we this are. Week, this is week thirteen. Yes, let's go through a little bit of baby things. This is a. This is a. This is okay, about yeah, expecting. Yeah. Oh, you little, picked the same website. Oh, oh, this is your website. Well, I couldn't find my old website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it. Uh, week 13. Let's just go through a couple of things. I'm going to scroll through. Mm-hmm. Um, at 13 weeks pregnant, you were in the final week of your first trimester. <laughs> Which is so weird because I always thought it was the end of the 12th. That would be. But it's fine. But isn't every, every like we talk about every week, every every source we find is different. True. But here it does turn out that the start of the, that it's not until the end of the 13th week that that's the end of thir- week 13 is still your first trimester. doesn't make sense to me at all, but that's what it is. Have I ever told you you have a lovely voice? Have I told you lately? I really love, I, love I, I truly only wear the headphones during this so I can hear your voice closer oh my to my ears because mm. I'm in love, I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> I okay. don't know why I thought you were going to sing, I'm in love with a stripper. But you're not a stripper. I know. <laughs> I almost I almost went to like an even worse place, but I stopped myself. Okay. Um, at a glance, at a glance, at, at a glance, glance, what's happening perchance with the baby? Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. At a glance, eyes wide shut. While baby's eyes have arrived, they're not open. Her eyelids are fused shut to protect those tiny peepers as they continue to develop. Okay, saying eyelids are shut and calling them peepers sounds like a horror film. Jeepers, creepers. Guys, I'm sorry. I really do turn everything into a song. And I didn't last week because I was pissy. Miserable. Um, (laughs) But babe, hasn't these past two weeks have been the first time in my pregnancy that I have not been as not like that i that i've had some days where i, I have no idea don't what you're talking like about me no honey i plead the fifth i love you just the <laughs> way you are no for real you've said you don't have any moodiness uh-huh okay uh eyes wide i just want to let's get through these th- baby okay, things real okay. before we talk about you <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that is weird that her eyelids are like that it's yeah sewn together the voice this is the voice. The promise of laughter, cries, and very first words start now with the formation of mm, vocal cords. That's <laughs> probably what the baby sounds like right now. Mm, I am a chronic smoker inside my mom's womb, which we'll get to chronic smokers Ooh, this not... week. We will? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Our apartment. Holy shit. We'll Ooh. get into that in a minute. <sighs> okay. Precursor. We're setting you up for the rest of the PCAST. Uh, this place smelled like secondhand smoke, and we ain't down for that. And when we filmed the podcast last week, we were in the thick of that smoke. We were in the thick of that smoke, and we don't, we don't, we don't stand for that. Okay. <laughs> Balancing out. That big baby head is getting more in balance with the rest of the body. Right now, her head is about half the size of her total frame. Jesus Christ, that's a big head. Okay, so those are the, those are the kind of the, the yeah. big the big markers. You know how I said um, that the markers are kind of like getting boring on the last Jeez. podcast. I think that week thirteen and fourteen has changed that for me. She's a lemon. I'm now. excited because now she's looking larger, and there are like other she's between exciting three things. and five inches. Yeah, which is large. That's large. It's a large small thing. That's a large, small thing, which is so doing exciting. Shit in there. And I like popped, doing shit. guys. I popped. 
Yeah, it's a little I'll bit. Show... It's a little. I'll show the camera. Well, this isn't. You can show the camera this, but this isn't. This is. You're technically showing people week fourteen. True. So it's all a lie. This podcast <laughs> is all a lie. We just recap the previous week, but we can still talk about how you're feeling right now. Right. Um. Anyways, okay. uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You only have six months left to go. Good damn. Uh, yeah, it's the end of three months. Let's look at how big is the baby at 13 weeks. Besides being as large as a lemon now, that head of hers is now about half the size of her crown to rump length. Jesus. That's <laughs> one reason why your little one looks more like an alien from outer space at this point. By the time <laughs> you give birth, her body will catch up measuring three quarters of her total size. That, that noggin is just like... No, Large no, no, and in Um. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Uh, intestines are still forming, but now they're like inside. Uh-huh. That's good to know. That's good to know. And the vocal cords are developing. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Oh, this will be a good segue. Feeling more like yourself? Hell no. Now that you're 13 <laughs> weeks pregnant and just a week away from the second trimester, you should be feeling pretty good soon. After all, the second trimester doesn't get its reputation for being the easiest and most comfortable of the three for nothing. But if you're not feeling better yet, don't worry. While most early... Oh flicked. my God. He it, was in the middle of reading that and then it flicked, saying, to, and then the flicked vaginal to the vaginal discharge. discharge. Gross. Um... Well, basically, it's like if you're not basically, feeling better yet, like don't worry. Basically, it's like you're fine. You're whatever. Uh, can I talk about vaginal discharge? Absolutely. <laughs> no. Um, I have been saying that my pregnancy has been very easy so far, considering my mom had been hospitalized like when she was pregnant with my brother, and she threw up every single day with me. Like you know, so I haven't had it like that. I've had constant nausea pretty much every single day all the time. Um, and I, but I had only from last week had thrown up five times in my first trimester and then week 13. Ooh, it was nasty. <laughs> and I, we took the subway and I got out of the subway and I threw up all over the sidewalk. I was I like, had to, <laughs> I, I had to pull you aside. I was like, I got to throw up. I got to throw up. And he's like, Oh, right over here, honey, please squat down. So I would like splash. to know, I would like to know how many expecting parents, like I would like to know where <laughs> yeah, the where craziest thrown places up. people have thrown up in their stories. I would love to hear that from people because yeah, um, that was actually, you haven't had too many crazy ones, but no. that one was like, you kind of held it from the train. If yeah. you had done it on the train, that's nothing I've never seen on the train before. <laughs> I've watched a man puke all over himself yeah, yeah, and yeah. then go back to sleep. So nothing Ew. new there, but you've never done that. Um, so let us know I'm anywhere gonna... that crazy that y'all have have uh, puked. Um, you, yours wasn't too crazy. We got you up the steps and then I just turned you around the side of the steps facing the road and just kind of blocked you. And Damn, that sounded we, like it was about to be a porno. N- not at all <laughs> what kind of porns are you watching you and watch I, porn and then i got you to I the don't. top of the stairs and i flipped you around and put you against the wall and oh squatted you down whoa <laughs> squatted you down I, you didn't say squat and then i felt your sweat on my back what, what? oh um, there was a meme that we saw that said oh my favorite sex pos- <laughs> or i love when during sex i could feel her sweat 
her back sweat drip. What I is think it? when our daughter listens back to oh, this, oh, I'm sorry, in the future, I always forget that this is for her. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm you sorry, think, love she's you. Gonna, it, it all makes sense. She can't sense. listen to this till it she's 18. Sense. Vaginal discharge. Here we go. Of course, even though the second trimester is oh, known no, no, as no, the... we're not reading vaginal discharge. Why? It's... No, who cares? First of all, it hasn't been different. Period for me. So well, it just it just was a huge <laughs> marker on the website. Fine. There's nothing weird about talking about vaginal discharge. It is a very normal thing, and I have penal discharge. Ew! No, <laughs> no you I don't. don't. You would have to get that checked, boy. It's orange and it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then it basically says, like, uh, have sex. Well, we're not having I'm not saying that. that, but I'm just saying, like, um, we're, we're, it kind of followed the vaginal discharge. It was like having lots of vaginal wait, discharge. This is for Please our have daughter. Sex. Then I'll We've cut been, it all out. We, I don't know what they're talking about. How does she We've think never she was had made? Sex. How does she think? I ain't telling her it was a stork. True. You know, my private school taught me about sex at an early age, not to have sex. We, we sex ed started in first grade at my private school. Now, I didn't go there till third and fourth grade, but they taught us about all of those things each year, which That's I think young. is smart, but I think it's smart. Let's get into this as, as expecting parents, because I feel that if you introduce kids to um, like their s- sex parts, meaning penis and vagina and like it's just an introduction of that stuff at an early age in an educational setting it takes away the taboo of these things being super sexual i'm gonna go against that and i'll tell you why tell me why i've heard stories uh from my friend Mm -hmm. that actually grew up in the same state that you did no names okay that they also were taught things at a young age and they were touching each other in the bathroom because they found out those things. And they were like doing funky shit in second grade because they learned about it all and they wanted to explore it too too soon. Okay, well, here's the thing. (laughs) There's what I'm proposing here is I'm not saying... I'm not telling for... I did that, baby. (laughs) I'm not telling first graders what masturbation is. I'm just saying, I feel like there's a taboo of, especially like teenagers, like when you get to be a teenager yeah, in this country, yeah, yeah. I feel like, 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 uh, um, um, proper sex education isn't taught well because it's like, it, it makes it such a taboo thing that like, well, you just feel like you have to do it. So I'm just saying, if you could start <laughs> at an earlier age, I'm not saying necessarily first grade, but I just kind of, <sighs> I, I liked the approach that, that. Oh, it was, this was like a hit. This school was called Harmony. Okay. There was a lot of hippy dippy things there. So they were trying a lot of things. But I, I had felt like because I learned about it at a young age, it wasn't as taboo. Now, I'm sure there were kids also like being like, oh, my pecker does this and maybe did the same thing as your friend. Mm-hmm. It destigmatized things, though, because for me, here's a funny story, real quick. And then I'll stop talking for a minute because I feel like I'm talking a lot. I always feel like I'm always talking. But we were taught. In third grade, in my sex ed class and my hippie school, <laughs> what wet dreams were. Because we were approaching an age where, because I hit puberty young. I hit puberty between. It's going to want to kill us. Well, this is all about the, our what daughter. We're talking. You Jeez said the Louise. name again. I'm going to just bleep it somehow. Um, that's They're going to be like, what's the name? What's the big deal? I don't understand. Anyways, back to daddy's funny story. So uh, my mom. 
your whatever she wants to be called. We have no idea which <laughs> that name. The, your Nuni. Uh, I don't know the name yet. The Nani. The uh, the the uh, what was it? I don't remember. Um, it was like, wasn't it like Ona? My Nona. Sharona. My Nona. Sharona. Nona. Oh yeah, Nona. I don't know if that's right. Anyways, or Olaf. Your Olaf. Um, was, um, she, so... she worked at, uh, Indiana university. Okay. At the support center, which is where students come in from the college and get tech support. So there's a front desk of workers. Mom, my, your noonie was one of them. Your na 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 was one of them. And, um, and I would walk from my school to my mom's. I'm telling the story. <laughs> oh my God. She just gave me the hurry up. This is an audio. <laughs> this is an audio format. We're talking and telling stories. I love you. And she goes, N -n -n, hurry You're up. You're a good storyteller, but we have so much else to get to. And I love this story, but you give some details that it was like, and then it was I'm, a brisk, cold day. Listen, Kristen, and as I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get discouraged by you right now, but like, not I love nice. you. I love you. Not nice. I love you. Not nice I'm sorry. because we were. I'm telling this story that has to do with what we were just talking about about being parents and our kids, and you literally just shut me down. You've given me a wrap up, a like a like a okay, cool, but like tell tell it faster. Oh my god, I don't even want to tell the story now. You did it last. I week don't even to want me. to tell the story now. I legitimately like. I'm gonna finish it, but like full on, <laughs> I like don't want to tell the story now I'm because sorry. you just stopped me. You literally went. I'm going to do that. I'm going to nice do that too. During the, uh, there's going to be a, a moment. They're all going to know. <laughs> It'll be sure a silent gesture. Speed. I'm and sure I'm you're going like, to be like, <laughs> speed it up, girl. Speed through speed Barbie. Anyways, we learned in third grade what a wet dream was. I went through puberty at a young age. I did. I got very tall very quickly. I'm walking to my mom's office. I had to set up that it was a support center because there's lots of students and my mom and everyone who works there is at a front desk. And then there's cubicles with people who work there behind it. There's a lot of people in there. Okay. I'm walking home from school or walking to my mom's work from school. I get there and I'm excited because I have experienced this wonderful thing that we learned about in school. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when you experience something that you just found <laughs> out, you're like, oh my God, it happened to me. I'm special. This is so wonderful. So I proudly walked into my mom's work. Students are getting help with their laptops. People are working at their computers in the back. And I walk in proud, hands on my hips and said, guess what, everybody? Last night, I had a wet dream. <laughs> and my mom was I'm sure laughing, but like mortified. People are just like staring and looking, but I didn't, I didn't know any better because I was taught that. But see, my point is. And, and there was no stigma around it being bad for that to happen. Right. So you didn't think it was bad to tell everybody. Right. Now you would learn, and you're, you're young. So I feel like going back full circle, the reason I'm telling this story, my love, is because I think there is a way in an age to figure out when to healthily talk about it so that it's not a big, weird, crazy thing. Like, I mean, there's going to have to be, you're going to have to have a talk with her about her periods right. and stuff like that. So that it's not like this big, scary thing that they're not prepared for. Like, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and say like, you need to like, I don't No, I don't want things to be sexualized, Yeah, but I want honesty and at, a, at an appropriate age. Like, I feel like the education of those things needs to happen. Otherwise what ends up happening is. You have like people not knowing how to properly have sex how, consensually too. Like that's a huge thing in high school is like actual consensual sex. Well, that's, I think that when the period conversation happens is when kids should be taught it. I don't think it should happen anytime sooner than when someone would get a period. 
And that's because that's the only time you should really like know. And I do think that, I mean, I, I literally had zero sex ed education, like in grade school, because I went to a Catholic grade school, no sex ed. And then, and then in high school, I had no sex ed because by high school, you should know all that stuff by then. So, so when like, were you supposed to get it though? Is that, you know what I mean? Exactly. No, I do think that you are, you should get, it should be mandatory in all schools. I know that that's controversial because of, uh, religions and stuff but i just think that it should be things that are known especially when the period comes but that's should be the age limit it's like like 12 at the yeah 12 and what would you propose as taught like that uh a p in the v and then (laughs) and then uh like condoms and all like protection what could happen that you could get someone pregnant what goes into having a baby all the money all the like i think kids don't understand that i i agree with that yeah Yeah. and what i was proposing with because of what i experienced at a younger age i'm not sitting there giving all the nitty-gritty details details but i just mean like because little kids are like what is this or what's a penis or what's it with they have a penis or what's a vagina? Like I totally think they teach need to anatomy. Know, like, exactly. Yes. Anatomy is yes. fine. I just don't think sex ed should not be happening. No, until... I, no, no. What I was saying earlier was I'm not saying in first grade, you talk about <laughs> oh, sex. I thought that that's what you said. No, no, no. The way the school, the way that my school did it was it was called sex ed. Right. But it first graders learned the bare bone basics of anatomy. Uh, Second graders, then it maybe took like one step. It was just that each year you're growing and changing. Okay. And each year in the school, you would learn a little more. So because in my third and fourth grade class, there were some of kid, including me, starting. I started puberty very early. I started getting very tall mm-hmm. and changing, so like that between fourth and fifth grade. So I think they they took that into consideration and were like, okay, some kids are experiencing. Let's talk about what you're experiencing in these changes so that you don't feel weird about it. Yeah. Because I can't even imagine if you were never taught that stuff and all of a sudden like you have something going on with your privates and what who do you talk? I don't I don't like that word by the way, privates. I didn't. I just used it because it makes it sound like it's like not <laughs> my private. Like it's not a like it's not a thing you can talk about. Like another thing about that too is like I feel like you can you just have to teach your kid like when and where you can talk about things kind of like the cursing thing your mom did with you guys yeah yeah my mom uh (laughs) my mom told us that you're not it was more eddie because eddie was more uh, eddie was around adults at a much younger age even though i was around adults at a young age i was never tempted to curse where eddie was around older men from the time he was three years old at one life to live um and would hang out with them and they were all like, you know, like uncle friend dads to him. Uh, and he would want to curse like they were. And she would go, no, Eddie, you're not allowed until you're 18. It's like against the law. Like you could get arrested. And that worked for Eddie. He didn't curse. So she lied. Around my mom. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like when my mom told me that if I went to bed angry, I'd wake up with polka dots all over my body. Hey, you still gonna? I I had to unlearn. I had to unteach your anger before bed thing. I I I believed that way too old. Really? Till I was like a teenager, almost like now that. But I thought like maybe I would get like from anxiety, like break out in pox. I still believe in Santa. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I do. You believe that Santa Claus is real? 
to this day? Because I want to. <laughs> what? Oh my god! I don't even. If you tell, you just said her name again. If you tell our daughter that Santa is non-existent too early, I will kill. Like I'm not gonna do like, that. Fuck. You just said her name. Oh my god, you're ridiculous. Our daughter will <laughs> will believe as long as I have believed, which is still to this day. I don't want to not believe it. This week on Expecting You from <laughs> Sex Ed to Santa Claus, we cover it all here on <laughs> Expecting You. First of all, how do we even get on these topics when we have so many other things to but cover this week? But like, who cares? We're just this is a, about us just talking. We're talking about being. Like new potential parents. Yeah. Like we're talking about being new parents. That's, we just had a very <laughs> I hope it's entertaining. Dude, just get out of, you gotta get, get out, out of my head. heads. I wrote that song. We, we won't get into that. We won't. Um <laughs> anyways, week thirteen. Uh she's she's growing, she's nestling in there. You're feeling like total shit. Yes. Week thirteen, I have thrown up. I feel real poopy, but the bump popped and that made me really excited. Yes. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's there. It's yeah. And it's even more now this week. I mean, because we're but like technically no one's 14, noticing but... it through your clothes unless you're pulling them back against you. Look, 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I walked in today and Tom went, oh, my God, I see her. I mean, it's looking for the bump, I'm sure. Yeah. But like the average Joe. Yeah. Joe, did you see it? <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. Joe Schmoe. Yeah, week 13 was rough, and then we woke up to our apartment smelling like a woman had been smoking in it for 20 years. Why a woman? Smelled like kind of like old woman-y <laughs> cigarettes. What? It's more of like, like the smell of old cigarettes is more womanly to me than manly. <laughs> I don't, Okay. I don't understand that at all. It smells more like, I don't know. There's a feminine, yeah. wait, it was a feminine cigarette you smelled? And But it doesn't make it better. It's almost like someone what? tried to put it out with perfume and like it didn't work. Last week was difficult uh, because <laughs> there was a lot of things going on. Kristen was pissed off a lot. What? And then... No, you were like, that's what we were just talking about. You were feeling unwell. So you were like, like just like upset. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm still like nice yeah. to you. Well, yes, dude. But like, you can be aggravated. Like, dude, I was just saying, like, between that smell, we were having major internet issues. There was all these things going on, and you weren't feeling well, so you were just upset a lot that you weren't feeling well. And that's what I'm talking about. You were upset too. Well, yeah, I was getting into it. Why well, one? You did not make me seem like some sort of monster when you were not. really angry all week too. <laughs> no one's making you sound like a monster. I love you so much. No one is making you sound like a monster. Maybe people in the comments below, but no one else in here in this room is making you feel like a monster. I love you so much. I love you too. No one. But you, it was, I, it's very sweet because Taylor got so upset by the end of week 13 um, because the smell wasn't going away and we were doing everything to get rid of said well, smell. So we had the doors open, but then we can't have the windows open because we have the air conditioner. Um, the air conditioner is in the window. It was so hot last week. Oh my God. And then, oh yeah, that's right, dude. It was like 95 degrees. So Blazing, even going out humid. back was not 
it didn't help. And then the apartment smelled so bad of smoke. And we then you put the air purifier, you clean the air purifier. We had a fan going out the door. Like we were trying everything. And then you were trying to get the internet back up for me so that I could stream. And that wasn't working. Right. And you poor angel. We week 13 was tough. You weren't feeling well. My, my main priority though, was that smell because, yeah. um, Someone in the building, it's never been a thing, but someone in the building or nearby was smoking because it was clearly secondhand smoke. Now, our friends Russell and Laura experienced with their neighbor downstairs. Um, and while Laura was pregnant and with their baby now, uh, they still experienced their neighbor smoking. And that's not good. So I am very concerned by that. So I'm trying to eliminate this and get a hold of our landlord. But like, what is he going to do unless we can identify who is smoking? And you can't. And I don't think the woman next to us is smoking because she's literally had a stroke years ago and has like She's living assistance with her. You know what I mean? It's like it, she ain't smoking unless what Kristen said was, well, we know she's at her final days and she's like, <laughs> let me light it up, which maybe, but I don't think so. So no, anyways, whatever it is, they stopped finally. But my main priority, I was like, dude, this sucks because I can't have you sitting in this apartment all the time with that smell and that byproduct in the air and so i'm trying to get things to eat the odor to you were spray. so cute and stressed i sprayed that stuff and you were like now the apartment stinks of this and i was like honey it's to make it go away and it was just a, it was just a hard week because it was so hot at some point in that week we saw barbie we did we did see that and we loved it it was just a really like fun movie it made taylor cry at the end of it i got um emotional too but you like cry because you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a daughter. She's She just <laughs> made that story so quick. All right. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Uh, or do you want to talk about the movie? I mean, it's been a, it's a long time since it's been out. But I just think it was so it was brilliantly done. Um, I think when the movie first ended, there are so much going on because it's kind of like it's super goofy, but then also has a great message, but then also is kind of serious, but then also great acting for freaking everyone. They were all incredible. Loved Margot Robbie. She's the perfect Barbie. And Ryan Gosling, obviously hilarious and great. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just felt like, it was just really well done. And the the longer I was away from the movie, the more I love it. Like I've been listening to the soundtrack and I'm like, oh my God, it's so fun. And I just want to go back to the movie theater and watch it. Yeah. As uh, a comedian and actor and expecting, expecting parent, expected, expecting, yeah. Mm -hmm. Expecting parent of a daughter. I really appreciated this film. I would have appreciated it whether we were expecting or not. Yeah. Um, but I was so happy to watch this movie that was so funny, uh, had a very good, strong voice, uh, very empowering, nothing beating you over the head, um, very self-aware. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I thought the message was clear and and great. Uh, I... I, I what Kristen's referring to without giving anything away. If anyone listening hasn't watched it, um, there's kind of like a montage towards the end of actual real footage. I'm assuming of people who worked on the film showing like parents, grandparents, children, like through like the years, like since like the fifties, since the doll came out of them, like being together and what, cause I think the cool thing about it was it wasn't, um, without giving anything away, <laughs> the the real world people who were playing with the Barbie, essentially like America Ferrera's part, right? Mm -hmm. 
um, you were thinking, oh, the little girl got bored with the Barbie. And so that's why she's having these crazy thoughts about Barbie and she's thinking about death. No, it was because of the experience the mom had with her daughter playing with the doll. So it really was a parent it movie. Was. It was. Yeah. A par- it was a, par- mm-hmm. a movie about being a parent. It was and, a and parent. What, it was that apparently it was about being a parent. And and I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. And so you, you're watching this this mother-daughter story happen about this this shared experience and she was just getting the mom was the one getting sad because she missed the times she shared with her daughter with those dolls fresh and then you show this montage footage at, towards the end of all of these like mother daughters all playing with the dolls throughout history and i'm just thinking about uh, at that moment i'm just it's hitting me what a good movie this is what a good message this is and then that i i know i'm going to have a daughter and i started crying Cuvée, baby. And dude. Cuvée, dude. <laughs> Billie Eilish, that song is the best song ah, she's dude. ever written. So good. Taylor, how many times have I told you that? I'm sad again. I'm glad we know the words. That I said are so brilliant. The words are really brilliant. It's a great song. It was awesome. And also just like... You know what was great too about it? The whole spoiler alert. Don't listen to gotcha this next thirty seconds. But like when when she was like, "Okay, Ken, I like you." By the end, would be like, "I don't need to be with you to be yeah. Barbie." Like, how many times in a story is it that like, "Oh, these two people have to be together," or the girl has to be with the guy? She's like, "I want to be my own person." That's so empowering for young girls to see and hear. Yeah. Because even in a movie, an innocent movie that's awesome, a Disney movie, but then like the prince and the princess are always together. Like, dude, that doesn't always have to be the outcome and it be bad. Right. Like the fact that you're not with this person that society deems you should be with is okay. Mm -hmm. Be you. Your path is different than anyone else. And I think that's what's so awesome about that movie and why I got emotional. Totally. Was that brief enough for you? Yeah, it was brief. Okay. Boxers. Breathe. Ah. Ah. So, yeah, so we did that. Uh, not into seeing Oppenheimer. Taylor wants to see. I. The only reason why I would ever want to see it is just because of all the hype that's going on, and I don't want to be out of oh, the man. loop in a in a big loop. Dude, can I tell you right now? Taylor, Our daughter is going to be looking back being like, oh, wow, Oppenheimer. What is that? Why are they talking about that? Yeah, no one's going to. Do you know that Barbie made $700 million in the box office and Oppenheimer made $300 million? I did not. I don't. I don't. I don't really look at that. And stuff. someone said, someone said, Barbenheimer made a billion dollars in the box office. And then someone else commented, "This wasn't a group project. Like, stop." Oh, like them being compared yeah, together. Yeah, like Barbenheimer, like together well, was one movie. This is so relevant from when this airs. God, they, a lot they of won't even were, remember this time. Going out the theaters and seeing barbie and oppenheimer the movie about the atomic bomb in the same day but you know what excited me about this i was listening to the barbie soundtrack this week when we were driving and i was excited that this music will always remind me of being pregnant with our daughter that's awesome isn't that really cute yes i love that like um like da 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 like it's all very cheery uppity fun music and listening to that on the way home and then being pregnant with a girl, it just feels very like fun and empowering. I love that. 
I think so, that's so cool. I'm very excited. I'm having could, a girl yeah, for that I think reason. That's, I think that's amazing. I yeah. think that's that's incredible. Thank you, baby. I love that, baby. Um, the rest of the week was pretty rough. I, I, we, you know, we went to work. We did our work thing this week. <laughs> we went to work. Uh, we did that our was shows. Rough. <laughs> uh, no, I just meant like the no, week was rough. Everything was just so hot that the the, the air conditioner wasn't working in the theater this week. So these like, were my the notes. shows were so hot and <laughs> these, and these, we had a lot of issues. Like we had the. This is what was really frustrating about the week. You're not feeling well. I'm doing everything I can to protect you from smells and my mm-hmm. normal things and making sure you're okay and going out and getting you stuff and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, like, our internet is all jacked up and I have to have the guy come out here after getting a new box. And he literally had, like, we spent the whole day Friday inside with the door open because he's coming in and out. So it's hot. And we had to spend our entire Friday. He was rewiring from the roof mm-hmm. all the way down to our first floor apartment. Yeah. And so that became our day. Like, we can't leave. So it was just so frustrating because you just felt, like, so hot and helpless. <laughs> and it still smelled like smoke. And it was just, and you weren't feeling well. And it was just, like, that aspect of our lives in, the, in that week that made it difficult yeah it was difficile but i will say that our relationship never felt difficult i hope no of course not well no but you know i feel like i hope i tried to be as good as i could i mean i was (laughs) i was very negative about what was happening but like i was doing it was for positive reasons but whenever you're negative but but i always appreciate when you're negative towards the situation and then positive to me and that's how you made me feel you make me feel like <laughs> a pregnant woman. What are your I notes? I keep having burps that that feel like no. What, what are your notes, baby? No, it just says week thirteen. Apartment smelled like smoke. Saw Barbie. Popped. Felt like shit. Threw up outside of the subway stairs. That was that's week thirteen in a nutshell. I have a question for you. Sure. What in your pregnancy so far? have you not expected what was an unexpected thing that happened that was kind of a surprise to you so far in your pregnancy in 13 weeks of being pregnant this could be a positive thing a negative thing but what was something that like you were like oh i wasn't expecting to feel this way or maybe i've heard this thing but i wasn't expecting to feel a certain way or a certain thing or do you have anything like that Ooh, i guess i guess i was (sighs) I've gotten over that now because I think that they said, you know, they're, they go, once you're in week 13 and 14, you're pretty safe for miscarriage. I think I'm surprised that I was so nervous about having a miscarriage, oh, okay. like so worried you about it. You never thought that would be you. You thought you'd be like, um, I like. I don't, yeah, I guess. Or, or I, it's not that I didn't think I would be worried about it. It's just that like, that just felt like it would be the worst thing to ever happen to me ever like and and not that I didn't feel that way before when I heard about people having miscarriages but I guess I just always felt like oh but then you just try again and like that just wasn't meant to be and because I'm such like a meant to be person but it just really felt like no I am meant to have this baby and if that didn't work for me I don't know how I how I could get past that. And that's really surprising because I'm such a positive person. Did we talk about this on the podcast, miscarriages? Or I were don't we think talking, we did. But we talked about it privately, like in our, in our own oh, time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to remember off the top of my head exactly what it was because we were kind of saying like... Um, I was crying to you one day 
early on in the pregnancy that I said I I didn't understand the how devastating miscarriages were until being in this until position. being pregnant yeah because your, your and, body's changing yeah and it like made me like sob because i was just crying yeah, you, for yeah, women I that remember. lost their child well and what's interesting is because then i was reading a little bit up on miscarriage uh in my book and then i was just a little interested in reading about it not mm-hmm. because i thought that was going to happen but just you know to be prepared or learn you know you're yeah. reading and learning all kinds of things during this experience and um an interesting thing to me was that uh, sometimes, uh, the, I guess a way to look at it, and now I don't know if, you know, scientifically and organically what's going on in your body, it, it does it like this, but like, let's say something didn't match up right in your body mm-hmm. or something was wrong to where like, then the fetus couldn't be vi- like it, it would have, it would have had a very hard life. And so my brain was kind of looking at it as I was reading more about it. I was like, Oh, I mean, it's heartbreaking and you, you're going through a loss cause you've started this experience. Mm-hmm. But that like potentially the body was like, oh, my God, so sorry. So, so sorry. Kind of messed up in here. <laughs> yeah. We got to kind of restart. I am so sorry, but let's do this now. Um, and then when we try again, we will we will get all of those things rewired and back on track. Like, totally. Kind of like a mess up on the assembly line. And I'm not I'm not saying in that to, to downplay miscarriage. I'm just saying that in a hopeful way to kind of look at it. It's like. But that is what it is. You're totally right. That's in every book that I read about it, you know, because I was worried about it, said the same thing. Right. It there it is has nothing to do with what you ate, what you did, what you drank which in my case i literally had not a sip of alcohol luckily unless you're in a meth lab but (laughs) luckily i found out that i was pregnant very early on and hadn't had anything to drink during my pregnancy um but except straight liquor (laughs) except for that cocaine now um but no some people you know do drink it has nothing to do with that like taylor said it's an abnormal it's something went wrong in the process and then your body rejects it and tries to rid of it in your body. Um, but it's so interesting because even after reading that and even knowing that it's crazy hormonally what your body is going through that you are like, no, come hell or high water, this baby is being born abnormal like that's where your brain goes as a mom mm-hmm. and it's crazy that that happens so so early on yeah which i know not all mothers feel that way some people and trust me there are days where like i don't feel pre- like where i'm like oh my god i forgot i'm pregnant i'm so excited and i'm always like oh my god i'm so grateful i'm so excited but um it's not like I'm walking around being like, wow, I'm a mom. now." Like I feel right. that motherly, but, um, but there's definitely like that fear in you. Um, no, I, I absolutely, uh, agree with all that. And, and, and the one thing I wanted to, to, um, God, people used to say this all the time in college, I would just love to piggyback off of what you just <laughs> said. Oh, I, I hate that. Um, but piggybacking off of what you just said, um, I think what's what's hard about that discussion is sometimes people don't know how to talk about a miscarriage or how to support someone with a miscarriage because um, it is a little like a taboo subject to talk about and mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, what do you say to someone who's gone through it? If they've told you, if you found out later. Um, but I, I kind of feel like it should be a little less taboo because it's a normal thing. And, and if people want love and support, then they, I, I hope that they would get love and support by talking about it uh, if in, in, a, in a safe and comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, cause you will, I think you'll find that there are a lot of people who did experience it, who didn't say anything. And if you're the one to say something, then someone else might be like, Oh my God, I actually went through that. And, you can just start this pathway to heal over that a little bit. By right. Or if you want to take it and do it privately, that is okay as well. I just, I think like it, it really, it truly really, a lot. So many people have that. Oh my gosh. They're you, so common. You can meet so many people and be like, Oh my God, I had no idea. Oh like, yeah, we had like two miscarriages before we had three kids Yeah, and you never knew, you know? And, 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 and the, I think that that also scared me too. Cause I'm like, Whoa, it's so much more common than I thought it was. Sure. And you don't realize how much, how many symptoms you have very early on in the pregnancy. So then to have gone through everything that you've gone through and That's then hard. to lose the child yeah. is so hard. You felt it. And God forbid, I mean, I am not safe through this pregnancy. I mean, you know, there are things that happen all the time later on and got, you know, knock on wood. I'm not saying sitting here, pr- sitting pretty. Um, I still worry about it, but you know, I, tr- I've tried doing, to re- relax. Well, and I'll tell you, you're doing all the right things. You're doing Thanks, everything honey. super, super well. You're so cautious about everything you put in your body, what you do. Um, and I always just have to feel like I have to tell you to like, just breathe and relax because you, I, it broke my heart when you would be like, well, if I'm feeling sick, that means she's doing well. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, I'm doing better. Oh no. Is she okay? <laughs> and it's would. like, no, enjoy, enjoy the non-sickness yeah, yeah. for a couple of hours, you know? And so, you know, I just, uh, you're, you, I want you to know that as I've watched you over the last, I mean, we've only known, we didn't know for 13 weeks, but over the last 10 to nine weeks or so, um, I have watched you do nothing but do the best things for yourself to make sure that our daughter is growing healthily and is, uh, as safe as can be. And, and all of those things are just like these surefire signs that like, you're already being this amazing, caring, loving mother. And it's just a beautiful thing to see. Well, thanks, honey. You're welcome. I'm so in love with you. I'm so in love with you. Even though sometimes it sounds like we're not because we bicker on the podcast a little bit. That's life. (laughs) That's how it goes. But it's funny because... Because the whole day we're like, I love you. I love you. You're I the love best. You. You're Always so cute. Forever, near and far. Closer together. Um, no, no. Dude, we're, dude, we're so good and so healthy. Uh, they, <laughs> we need to take this podcast in the car. Then they can really hear how we bicker about stupid stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> they're like, oh my God. They're just, they're like, just us. like us. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, let's, I, I feel like I, wanted, I just wanted to wrap it up on like a, a positive because I didn't want to wrap it up. And miscarriage. <laughs> you know, like, um, but... Uh, uh, you've been an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, you, mother baby. already to our to our daughter, and I'm just so proud of you. And I just want to send uh, as much love as he. Oh, it's gonna make you cry. As oh, as much love like to people that have been through that, and um, yeah, that like really sucks. <laughs> so I just uh, I'm sorry for you having to go through that, and. Um, I hope that you were granted your babies and that you did, you know, get to have your sons or daughters or um, that you're 
parental dreams did end up coming true in whatever way that they were able to. And, um, I just think that that's like one of the most unfortunate things in life is when, um, really deserving people that would make great parents can't become parents. And I don't take it for granted for one day, no matter how much complaining, (laughs) (laughs) um, I do. Sometimes I feel like when you complain, it makes you feel a little better. It's kind of like, well, I don't feel well. And then you're like, well, that made me feel better just to whatever. Um, but, uh, I'm don't take this pregnancy for granted for one second. So love you all. <laughs> That's so sweet. That was so well said. And was it? Yeah, that was oh. yes, so true. And the only time you take it for granted is when you order food from Duncan and you can only eat half of it because your oh. daughter inside you doesn't want to eat all of it. And you start yelling at her. <laughs> Uh, already and i have like honey honey that was tonight <laughs> oh he, tonight i i felt so nauseous on the way home and i was like okay i just need to like get protein in me and eat obviously like she just needs to eat i i keep just saying everything is what she needs um and then i ate and then i was eating and i almost threw up from eating and i was like decide what you want you like looked at her belly like what do you want you are being so picky and i was like honey we can't start yelling at her now I'm like come on what do you want i will do anything you do you want to eat i thought that you wanted to eat now you're you might make me throw up what's up Just being picky yeah, I I hope I'm out of the woods for throwing up tonight. Who knows? We'll see. I keep. We'll, I'll, we'll I'll tell keep you more bark. about week four. War, week fourteen. What? Next podcast. Next week on expecting you. <laughs> more <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> see you next week on <laughs> expecting you. Expecting you. get to watch ted lasso finale now (laughs) dude you're so (laughs) random you're so random yeah we're gonna watch that now but like she don't care about that oh kira (laughs) (laughs) there it is folks i'm not gonna believe that one the name's out that is kind of funny the name is out if that's how it's out okay we'll believe the others (laughs) but that one well there's our daughter's name love you kira Uh, (laughs) oh It's okay. We can Love say you that. Love you, Kira. Oh. <laughs> That's her name. Bye. Bye.